What's going on, everybody? I'd like to say hello and welcome to another edition of the No BS Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jordan Pierce, and today on the podcast, well, I should say tonight, actually, it's the latest shit <laughs> right now, but um, on this podcast, I literally have my brother from another mother, man. Like, <laughs> we grew up together, so this one's going to be special. This one's going to be special. Um, I have Mr. Kevin Pierce on the line. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? How you feeling? I'm all right. Can't complain. Tired. Just got off work, but it's all good. Still living. Feel me? Part of the grind. Of course, man. Of course. All right. So we're going to get right into it. Ain't going to waste no more time. It's late. Let's get it. Um, Why don't you start by telling the people a little bit about who you are and what you do? All right. Um, like you said, my name is Kevin Paris. Grew up in South Jersey, like you already mentioned. Um. I'm a property manager, uh, real estate professional. Uh, my whole focus and my goal is to eventually like own my own um, portfolio of apartment complexes. Um, I have this vision for myself in the future of owning a large corporation, maybe have a couple partners, and just having a um, large portfolio of real estate, different properties, and um, basically build wealth um, that way. Hopefully, we'll be able to pass it on to like the next generations that come along after me. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I'm a property manager for a classroom apartment complex here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, just 183 units, uh, ones and two bedroom apartments, and basically, I'm responsible for making sure that one residents are happy, but ultimately, like the investors and the ownership group makes um, a return on their investment. So that's kind of like a general rundown of what I do currently. Okay, cool, cool. So let's take a step back real quick and let's talk about how you got into real estate. Because, I mean, I know, but everybody else don't know as far as um, like where your mind was headed years ago. You know what I mean? Like high school and when we first got to college, stuff like that. So uh, talk about like... um. I guess the introduction into real estate for you. What made you take this this route? Well, um, after my introduction to real estate, it was like a combination of things. Um, it came at a time where I was still struggling to figure out like where I wanted to do, where I wanted to be in life. Um, like my route, I wanted to take just trying to find my way, struggling in college to find focus. There's a whole bunch of like various things like played a part. Um, deep down, I always kind of like had a love for real estate and building things. Like even at an early age, like one of my own first dreams was to become an architect. Like I used to always have this kind of like joke with a couple of like mentors and stuff that I was going to go away to school, be an architect, and then come back and build a house for everybody. <laughs> Starting as an early age, and then like kind of later on, it found its way back to me. So um, just going through the process of like finding myself, realizing I wanted to be more of a businessman and different things like that. And then my fiance, now girlfriend at the time, but my fiance was the one that kind of gave me the push to finally get into real estate. So we got our real estate salesperson's license. We became realtors um, together in West Virginia while we were going to school. And um, got to a point where it was just like, fuck it, like, we can do this shit. It's not like anything special that anybody else is doing that we can't. Like, we're very capable people. We, like, 
dreams and aspirations. And it was actually like she took the liberty of looking it up, seeing how easy it was to get your license. And then um, she was like, fuck it, like, let's just do it. <laughs> so I have to thank her for like getting me started going down the real estate path. Okay, that's interesting. So it wasn't just solely you, it was more of a, she kind of like nudged you in that direction. Do you do you know why she nudged you in that direction? It was the real estate like her dream or something, or just something that y'all just kind of thought about and been talking about? It was, you know, um, smart men find women that push them to be better <laughs> versions of themselves. So this is true. I like to think I'm an intelligent man, and I feel like. <laughs> That's what led to that. But um, <laughs> I mean, it was just at a point where we were starting to mature faster than like most people. I feel like our age. So we were around like like twenty one, somewhere around there, twenty one, twenty two, somewhere. But um, we were starting, we were getting serious, we were starting to like really develop our love for each other and everything. And then we were just having a conversation all the time, like where we wanted to be, like our goals and aspirations, and different things like that. And then um, we started. We always watched like. Like real estate shows, like um, Property Brothers, and like some other kind of like random stuff, like on HGTV and um, Fix It or Flip It or whatever, Fix It Upper, all of that. And we're just looking at them like, man, this shit is easy. Like the numbers aren't difficult. It's not like you have to do some crazy equations or anything like that. And it's really like simple. And we're just like, yo, we can do this shit. Like it's not that hard. So I'm just finally, like, let's just take that next step to like, take action towards the goal instead of just talking about it like so many people do. Yeah, got you. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, so obviously, so your first step after that was to get your license, correct? Yeah, so, um, like, my journey in real estate started getting my, my real estate salesperson license, becoming a realtor, and then at the same time, I had just started working for the apartment complex I was living at. So, it was like, both things happened back to back. Like, the apartment complex things was, um, more so just I needed a job, I needed some money, and I wanted, I was hoping to get free rent, but come to find out, like, it wasn't free rent, but <laughs> it was um, it was actually just, like, an easy job, and it was nice because it was where I lived, so it was very convenient. I was able to get uh, a few pennies in my pocket while taking classes and being in school and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I started that job, and then right afterwards, um, we were in online classes to become realtors in the state of West Virginia. Got you. Okay. So, um, how was the journey from uh, working at the place you were living at in the apartment complexes to where you are now? Like, uh, describe that process. How long did it take? You know what I mean? Cool. So, from that point, that was technically three years ago I started all of that. Um, a little over three years ago. So, um, community assistant is like the entry most entry level like part-time position you can have like working in like property management for the most part it's a student housing complex super large property 994 beds and then at the same time got my real estate salesperson license so i started seeing like an avenue of real estate like um because of that knowledge i had working in property management for a large apartment complex and then also working as a realtor where i had the knowledge and um help people purchase and also sell homes and saw how they help manage rental properties and stuff like that. And just having that knowledge of both, both kind of like different lanes of real estate, but kind of had a greater understanding of all the avenues you can, all the directions you can take in real estate, maybe a large base, a large knowledge base. And then I kind of, from there started pinpointing, like, hold on, like, I'm not really here for 
marketing myself for a whole bunch to be my own business in terms of being a realtor. And it was real super easy, but I just didn't like that. And I was like, man, the money is where people own apartment complexes. So I started focusing on, like, how does this work? What's the process? Like, um, how, like, being a property manager or property management, how does that, like, whole process work? Because it's got to be doing something, right, that investors want to buy properties all over the country to have that. So then I started, like, looking at podcasts and different other other avenues to kind of get knowledge outside of my like physical self being at work and seeing things firsthand. So I immediately started asking questions to like the property manager, seeing like how they got started, what their route was taken, and um, the knowledge they had, and just gained a whole bunch of knowledge really fast. So a year later, I had got a promotion to a leasing consultant. A leasing consultant position, I ended up only having it for three months, and I got promoted again to assistant property manager. And then after that, I had the assistant property manager position for like a year, and that was all just same property. Um, and then I had that position for about a year and three months, exactly. And I was promoted to this prop, um, apartment complex to be the property manager. They moved me out from West Virginia to Columbus, Ohio, and um, it was given this property to run and be responsible for. So basically, I was, I was, I was this shit. Yeah, I was about to say that's quite a that's quite a journey and that's quite just that's a little fast. Like that's what's up. Um so Yeah, most people don't you know, don't like this. Um like in property management, I always say like a lot of people just fall into it. So I can kinda of say I fell into it, but while I was in it I like was searching for to see if this is what I wanted. And when I saw like a good opportunity, I ended up just jumping on it. But yeah, so I just took advantage of like the opportunities in front of me and then I just didn't take like I didn't settle for like anything or just kinda of get comfortable. Like the whole time I knew like I wanted more if I was gonna do this. Like like I told you my goal is to own. So I was like, man, I need to learn this as fast as possible because I gotta get to the next step. So having that, that focus and that tunnel vision has helped me get to where I am now. But I'm also like all right, how do I get to the next step? Because I just don't want to be trapped or like get too comfortable in this position now. Got you. I got you. So kind of been going good lately. So would you say it's going as you planned it since the beginning or would you say not so much? It depends. In ways it has and then in a lot of ways it hasn't. You know what I mean? Like because like I've just jumped positions so quickly and then had success and everything, when things don't go quite as planned or like maybe something slows down or like I'm dealing with other issues that I haven't dealt with before, throws me off a little bit. I would mm. say. So in that aspect, it kind of takes away from the quote-unquote going as planned type portion. But then I have to remind myself, like, it's still kind of going according to plan. Like, you can't map out every single detail. That's just, this is just a part of the journey and just dealing with that, I would say now. Okay. Okay, that's what's up. So you actually work in the industry that you're trying to uh, pretty much, well, you're in, but you're trying to uh, better yourself in um, and eventually own stuff. Give me some like pros and cons of that. Some pros and cons of actually working in the industry that you're trying to pretty much dominate. Um, I know you have some internal battles and stuff like that. So talk about that a little bit. So um, it's it's a battle within myself, I guess, consistently. Because um, now that like working in the industry is very beneficial. Seeing things firsthand, being on site, being responsible for an asset that's worth millions and millions of dollars and you're responsible for like a revenue stream that's bringing in millions and millions of dollars. It's, it's kind of crazy. When I was little, 
I wanted to be like a CEO. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that they try to like promote with the company I work for is like, you are the CEO of your property. When you're responsible for such a valuable asset, it's like, yeah, you technically are. But with me, I don't always see the benefit or see the work that I'm necessarily doing or like the type of job that I have, the responsibility out there. Being that this is a huge investment for somebody or a huge asset for somebody that I'm responsible for, that kind of like makes sense a little bit. I might have went off a little bit, but... Nah, you good, you good. It makes sense. It makes sense, at least to me. It may, I think it makes sense. Right. So um, it's like I don't really like realize what I'm doing or like the level of like a position that I have sometimes. Like to me, like, I'm, I'm looking way past this. The owners are getting all of this. <laughs> like, when I'm looking at the budget and going over, like, what's going on and everything, I'm just like, no, I'm not satisfied with what this is. You know what I mean? So it's been very beneficial seeing things firsthand on the site level. And when I'm finally in a position where I do own it, it's like, there's no excuse. Nobody can pull the wool over my eyes or, like, move me over in a sense or anything like that. And it also will be um, beneficial in getting loans and stuff or anything in the future because I have this background and this knowledge of the industry. So, mm-hmm. that like, you can't go wrong with knowledge, you know what I mean? So, just mm-hmm. having this industry knowledge and, and seeing it on, like, a different level than, like, some owners. Because owners, most of them, they just have money. Or they got money in some other aspect, and um, they're just pulling their money that they have and just making an investment. You know what I mean? The companies deal with like um, hedge funds, their equity, um, like large equity companies and stuff like that, are like just investing and buying a property. Or like there's a, a group of buddies that are all like millionaires, and they just partner together to go buy a property. You know what I mean? But they never worked on site, worked at the level so they're just being pitched on this idea of like this is a great asset and then just kind of jump in in it i can see things firsthand like going on a property like oh no what about this or ask certain questions that they wouldn't know to ask so i see the benefit of it being that way but then it's also very frustrating i'm just like i know this now so now i'm ready for the next thing you know what i mean like i'm ready for a new challenge and new opportunity mm, okay so i want to touch on something that you said in that um, you said you can never go wrong with knowledge. So getting uh, your real estate license and also um, pretty much working your way up the ranks to um, being a property manager, what would you say was more beneficial? Or what would you, let me put this, what would you recommend? Like the going to school to get your, your license or just jumping in trying to get skin in the game? That's a good question. Um, I felt like my situation is a little different because Getting my real estate license was the same as, like, jumping in and getting experience. You know what I mean? Just for me personally, it was a little different. Like, I needed just overall knowledge. I guess to kind of, like, answer your question by adjusting it a little bit, if you ask asking, like, what's more beneficial in terms of, like, being a licensed realtor versus, like, working in property management like this, for my personal goals, I believe working in property management is more beneficial and it was a better decision as far as like putting my focus on this because it just it's giving me the background and the knowledge that I wanted. Like I could have stayed a real estate, became my own business, worked on marketing, a lot more tax perks it would have been. But um it it wasn't what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? I didn't find it difficult. Probably could have made the same or even depending on I mean if you work really, really hard I could have made significantly uh, more because it's commission based. Mm-hmm. Um, working in that or at least like in West Virginia so but that was just not the route I wanted to take but um, 
yeah, I think for me personally, when it comes to that, whether it was, you know, like my own real estate salesperson, like it was nice because I now know how transactions and everything like that works. So it was still beneficial, but I think the more beneficial thing for me was actually working in property management since my goal is to own like apartment complexes. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So throughout this whole entire journey that you've had, um, me personally, I know there's often times where you get frustrated and I wouldn't necessarily say you want to give up or quit, but, um, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Word. So, like, what? What's the motivation? Like, what? What pushes you through those those tough times? Um, like many things, I feel like it's a combination of a couple of things. One, just how I was raised, or um, like just how dad was always like, "You're not a quitter." Like, just for instance, like with sports and stuff, you can start a sport. But you don't got to play next year, but you're not quitting this year. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I feel like just starting off at a young age, that's still kind of like instilled in me. So not just not quitting. And then on top of that, just just seeing the benefit of it and how like, yeah, just going back one more day and just excelling and just continuing to build on like all the good things that you have done it's just taking you one step closer to, like, your ultimate goal. And if you do quit or you do try to, like, just give up or you're just like, fuck it today, like, that could put you back the 10 steps you just came. You know what I mean? Like, I could put you back 10 steps and you just missed out on taking that one more step that could have opened the door to get closer to where you want to be. You know what I mean? So I think that's what really pushes me to keep going back. Being instilled at an early age that you don't quit, or anything, and then also just seeing the benefit of continuing to progress and move forward. True, true. That's what's up. I wasn't expecting that answer, but that's what's up. I like it. Yeah, but, I mean, on a daily basis, dealing with the shit I deal with, I'll be like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and then I'll see that long go off in the morning, I'll be like, I gotta go back in and kill it. <laughs> Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. It's the struggle. This is all. It all pay off eventually. It all pay off eventually. We all just out here trying to survive, right? <laughs> hey, trying to survive. Trying to do more to survive. We surviving right now, but eventually we trying to live, bro. That's the goal. Okay, right now, not in the, not in the future. Right now, yeah. we just trying to survive. Yeah, we just. Yeah, we get to where we need to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, throughout this journey, have you uh? picked up any mentors that you kind of gravitate to like who inspires you as far as uh real estate so far like whether it be uh personal like people you've met um people you work for work with or just i met some myself that's why like nah (laughs) (laughs) Nah. oh yeah i mean everybody needs mentors you know what i mean like you don't just wake up one day with the knowledge like that's just, I feel like ridiculous. Like, even the best and the smartest and the brightest people have to be taught in some form or fashion. Now, there may be some people that learn faster than others, but you definitely need to have a mentor or, like, somebody or something that's going to, like, train you to get to where you want to be. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're just going to be banging your head against the wall. <laughs> but, yeah, I have a, a few mentors, personal mentors just in life that just helps to keep me motivated, like, moving forward. And then um, I met just a few people, like, just in the industry, a uh, former co-worker that I actually talk to very often that keeps me sane. He's also progressed and moved forward beyond just being a property manager on site level. I've actually, like, communicated with him, and we've been having discussions and talking about there's opportunities 
just branching off and kind of like doing our own thing. And then um, other like other people I've met, and then have a a lot of like different people do research just from like reading books. I listen to audio books. <laughs> you always get them because I always listen to Grant Cardone. Yes, but um. I like just listening to a whole bunch of different, like, viewpoints and perspectives. I would say, like, I have a few mentors that are industry-related, but I also, this isn't what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I don't have a, a ton of, I'm not focused on getting a ton of mentors. Like, I like having people that can, like, help me where I'm at right now and moving forward and help me stay positive and motivated. And then you also always need friends if you're going to, like, progress and get promoted and stuff like that faster because you got to be, like, I feel like people don't realize that when they're working. It's like, if you're not white, most people aren't even going to think about you when it comes time to things like that. But yeah, but because like my goals are so far beyond, I don't, I feel like I don't have, I haven't gained access to the people that I really want to be my mentors or like that can really help me to get exactly where I want to be. So I have mentors for now to help, Mm -hmm. but I won't say like these are necessarily going to always be mentors because this is in nowhere near my final destination, if that makes sense. I got you. It makes perfect sense. So, like, with all the knowledge you have in mentor, non-mentor, just something you read, or you mentioned you listen to a lot of audio books and stuff, so that's dope, because uh, a lot of people don't read um, or listen to audio books. A lot of people just, you know what I mean, social media all day or whatever. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, man. Pay for, pay for Audible, man. It's a great trip. I need to, yo, I need to, I need to get that. I need to grab that. You keep sending me them joints and I just always just, I look at them and be like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then I forget about it. <laughs> I need to really, really pay for that John. I chilled a little bit recently just because um, Tommy, shout out to DJT Nasty. Word. He be dropping them mixes and I'll be bumping in the car. So that's kind of thrown me off recently. And it gave me a little taste at home since I ain't back in Jersey listening to the radio and nothing like that. But usually I listen to podcasts like in the car consistently. And shoot, I'm not the fastest reader, to be honest. So I'm like, right, it's more time effective for me to be listening to that in my earpods or headphones while I'm walking around. Like when I was in college, like walking from class to class and different things like that. It was just so much more beneficial than just listening to music, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's how I fell in love with that um the book, The Alchemist. <laughs> I was just listening to it like that. Yeah, just listening to it in between classes and stuff. Uh, yeah, I've read, I've read it, I've read it multiple times. I think my mom got it for real, for real. I think I gave it to her to read, and I ain't never get it back. I'm gonna have to get my book back, but I know I read it. I read it twice, and it was a really good book. I never listened to it, though. That's my favorite book. But the reason why I like it so much is because they had a, a decent person reading the audio book. So I felt like it just put me in the, the mindset of, like, the alchemist and everything. <laughs> Bro, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. With all that, with all the knowledge you've gained, what's something that you wish you knew when you first started that you know now? Something I wish I knew before I, like, I first started. What do you, What's considered starting? Okay, so when you first made the decision to say, you know what, I'm doing real estate. Gotcha. Um, I would say even kind of before I knew that I was making a decision to take the path of real estate, I'm a firm believer like everything happens for a reason and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't knock any of my experiences. Like it's put me in a position and giving me the maturity and the level-headedness that I have now. However, if I could have told my old self something like even before getting in real estate at least at the very beginning make 
a more income and don't waste money. <laughs> that's like, like I mean, I feel like that's, that's like what everybody says, but like <laughs> that's honestly the only thing I would say. Because like everything else, I like needed to know what time is. And like I said, the knowledge I have now, like what I need to gain, and I'm not in my final destination yet. So it's like it's a whole bunch of other stuff that I still need to learn. You know what I mean? Got you, got you. So I'm still looking forward to that stuff. But if I had saved a lot more money. Which it, there was times like I probably could have, you know what I mean? Or like maybe if an income tax check every year, if like I didn't touch it and just put it in like a Roth IRA or something, or like just some type of investment tool, or just shoot, just fucking save it and still be sitting <laughs> on it. Like, yeah, like ACA or stuff. Like, I, it'd be in a different position, or like, like I have that right now and could just start working on like growing that or have a, a better base for moving forward. Because um, I feel like my biggest thing now is just creating income you know what i mean like and that's like one of the things like Grant cardone always says like man you just need more income so you can get at a level to purchase the property necessary you know because like this, this shit ain't hard you just gotta figure out how to make the deal work and if you got income or you got the money you can make a deal work got you that's like that's kind of like a life lesson uh, i fuck with that though make more income and don't waste money but like everybody need to hear that low key Man, uh, everybody do here. That's the thing. Everybody hates it. I was about that. People said that shit early age. You just, you got to get to the maturity level enough to, like, realize, like, yo, the motherfuckers had a point. There's a reason they told me that shit. Yeah, for real. I feel you on that. It's a lot of stuff that you hear as a kid that you kind of don't pay attention to. As an adult, you grow up, you look back, and you're like, damn, if I only I had listened, like, I might not, I might not have done that. Just that. Yeah, I mean, it happens to everybody. It's a part of life, I guess. Hindsight 2020, man. You know, I think that's like 30 times a day. So pretty much I went through all my questions. Uh, Oh, no, 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 yeah. I got two more questions, two more questions. So question number one, describe your no-bottom-shelf day or, like, your no-bottom-shelf lifestyle because what I try to do with everybody is just ask them pretty much, like, what no-bottom-shelf is about as far as, like, achieving your goals and being happy and whatever it is that you want to do no matter what it is just being happy being yourself pretty much what no bottom shelf is all about and not settling so describe your own personal no bottom shelf lifestyle give me a day in that lifestyle shoot my ideal day i play golf all day long this nigga <laughs> <laughs> shoot golf's a great game i keep trying to tell you man it's a lot of life lessons Listen, I have nothing against I have nothing against golf people. It's just not for me. But go ahead, proceed. A lot of life lessons in golf, man. I love it. But I would say like a productive day where I feel like I've been personally productive. Wake up early, uh, hop on my laptop like for his work, try to go through, knock out some emails, get things done. I gotta approve stuff as far as like pricing and stuff for apartments. Um, breakfast with the fiance. I got a damn dog now. I gotta take care of. Love that dog, but <laughs> like how you said, I got a damn dog now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, getting ready and going to work after that. Usually, hopping on the call to kind of touch base with you, or like some other family members and stuff like that. When you're being so far away, family's very important to me, so I try to like stay sane and let people know that I love them, um, even though I'm from a distance. And then getting home. Spend all time with fiance, try to get a run in and work out, and then um try to focus on like my personal stuff, like go through my goals and just being honest with myself, like am I actually working towards those, and then how much more time I need to put in for that, whether it be like 
taking additional classes, um, figuring out different avenues in market research or real estate, just a whole bunch of different things. Like it just varies across the board, just preparing myself more for the time, better financial literacy um, and how to like manage budgets and or make deals work with like real estate and all that stuff or listening to an audio book or a podcast. Stuff is usually my time where things vary a lot and then I just try to like see how like what step I can take today to better myself for tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like what can I knock out now that will put me a, a step in the right direction? You know what I mean? So like a normal day, like I'm just grinding, just working. Gotcha. So okay. it's funny after that, it's like I try to trade for it maybe a little bit and then fucking end up sleeping for five hours and getting up and doing it all over again. I feel you on that. It's funny that you say that, bro, because, like, I've interviewed quite a few people um, since I started doing this, and a few of y'all now have said in y'all, like, perfect day or whatever, y'all be pretty much, like, surrounded by productivity. So I think that's kind of, like, it's interesting. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's a good word. I wouldn't have thought that that's what people would say, but a lot of it has been either, like, legitly just, hey, just feeling accomplished and getting things done or just the wording just been surrounding by uh, productivity so i'm seeing like a kind of because even i interviewed somebody earlier today that's gonna be on the podcast too and they said the same thing he said pretty much just feeling accomplished getting things done i'm just like wow like i don't know i just it, it's kind of it's kind of blue not, not blow my mind but it just kind of it got me thinking like hmm, it's a trend you see a trend and then i mean it's kind of like if you think about it like life is literally it's, it may sound terrible, but, like, life is literally a game. You know what I mean? You got winners and losers. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you relate it back to games, like, most people play growing up, either football, baseball, basketball, whatever, like, your trade was or your choice or whatever your parents put you in. And within that, you got to, like, figure out what the game is. So in life, you got to figure out what the game is. You know what I mean? Like, or how you're going to play it. Whether in baseball, like if you got a shortstop, you know, you got this position, you got to hold down. Anything gets hit towards you, ground balls, your job is to get that shit and throw it first to get that person out. Or you might need to turn a double play. Somebody's on first base, you got to go run a second, cover it, maybe turn a double play. That's like, you got to figure out the avenue. Or like, or basketball will probably be a better one to relate. You got point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Everybody has their role. You know what I mean? Yeah. In life, you got to figure out what your role is in this game or, like, what you want to choose to do. Whether money is your goal for success, whether being just happy and having time freedom or choice to do whatever, or maybe you want to deal and rob people, and that's just, like, get part of the game, like, what you want to play. Like, it may not be morally correct, but, like, <laughs> it's, like, you're, what you define as, like, your role in this game that we call life. But having said that, too, there's a reason why, like, accomplishments is a trend when it comes to, like, people that are, like, trying to move forward because life is a game. When you're playing a game, you see those accomplishments. It, it mm-hmm. like, gives you a good feeling. It creates momentum. It's a good-ass analogy. So when it comes to life, you start seeing those accomplishments or you see people attacking and reaching their goals. Like, successful people, you got to build that momentum. You know what I mean? It's a snowball effect. The momentum you build up, the more you can knock down and you can accomplish and take down all this, like, big shit. You keep building up enough momentum or enough speed, you're going to fucking move Mount Everest. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, I think it makes sense that you see that trend. And I think as you continue to do this, you're going to continue to see that trend. If you stop seeing that trend, you might need to reevaluate why you're interviewing that person. Like, 
Now you've been dropping gems this whole time, bro. That's dope. Um, so we're gonna end it with any advice you have for anybody in life in general, period, or um wanna get into real estate or anything. Just like anything you wanna say, any advice you wanna give, words of wisdom. Um, save money. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, can you save money? That can help out a lot because you, you, a lot of times, like with any business, like startup costs is really like what fucks everybody else up. Like most businesses, people don't realize most businesses don't make money for like their first five years. Like legit businesses, you get outside of that, then you finally like pull a profit. So real estate yeah. is usually no different um, in terms of like can be startup money, but usually real estate is a fast turnaround depending on like your avenue. But um, just starting in real estate, I would say do your homework. Actually, before even do, do your homework first, get knowledge of industry and why you're doing that. Evaluate yourself and what your goals are and what you want. Like, do you just want like some security where you got some land, like physical land? Like, black people don't have land, so like some people just want a home. You know what I mean? Some people just want to be able to have something that's themselves because their whole family's been written all the way back to their great grandparents being fucking sharecroppers. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. They just want to be able to physically be able to hold something tangible that's like theirs, have a 30 year mortgage paid off, and then be happy. You know what I mean? But um, evaluate what you want and what your goals are, and then just apply that to real estate. Like, if it's to bring in like revenue, find a way to bring in revenue. Like, that doesn't mean you necessarily have to go out and own everything. Like, there's different skill sets that you can use. You can wholesale, you can have and hold rental properties. You can flip rental properties. You can flip single family homes. You can work in property management like I do. Like uh, most people don't realize like there's a lot of careers in the property management sector that like you can get paid really good money working for the right company with some good benefits. And like, it's not a difficult field to get into because a lot of people don't even realize it's, a, it's an industry. So I would say like figure out what your goals are, do your homework, and then just find like the best route for you. And I mean, you can't you can't argue with what yourself, like in the knowledge you gain yourself. Or you can't argue with like what you see in yourself and how what you want can benefit you if you just pick the right route. I feel it. Dig that. I dig that a lot. That's all I got. Well, that's what's up. I dig that a lot. Well, I appreciate you joining us. It was a pleasure. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate you seeing me worthy enough. I've been telling you, like, I ain't shit, so. <laughs> uh, you more than that, bro. You, you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. But, nah, I appreciate you uh, taking the time out to uh, hop on this podcast for me. Um, we definitely got to do it again. Like I said, we're probably going to do it, like, a few more times, uh, two to three more times, just to kind of see your progression. You know what I mean? To show people what you're trying to do and kind of how you move in and uh, your mind state if it's shifting and uh, so hopefully we catch some good moments throughout this these next few months. All right. Cool man. Hopefully, hopefully I got something. <laughs> hopefully I'm in the best <laughs> position. That pace you've been going at, bro. Shoot, might jump the ranks a couple times next. By next time we talk, you never know. God working. Always. I might be slowing down. I gotta figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything. Could be anything. But we gonna get out of here. Like I said, I enjoy having you, and uh, we're going to do this again very, very soon. So I thank everybody for listening. I'll see you all next week. Peace.